Welcome to the ALUX.com podcast, the place where future billionaires come to get inspired. Today's topic is 15 Reasons Why Poor People Hate the Rich. Hello, ALUXers, and welcome back to the Sunday video. Today we're touching on a very sensitive subject where certain will rub some people the wrong way, but despite that, we're doing it anyway. The tension between the rich and poor is quite high recently. More and more, we often hear the phrase, eat the rich, like it's something cool to say. So why not take a moment to see where the anger comes from? Most people have no problem with the idea of building wealth, of working hard and getting to enjoy the merits of their hard work. But there's a very tiny, very vocal segment of the population who believe their life isn't as good as it should be because other small portions are doing really well. Based on this premise, they grab their torches and pitchforks and digitally yell out on social media at the rich through the devices, apps, and platforms that made these people rich in the first place. Today, we're trying to make sense of the 15 reasons why poor people hate the rich. Number 1. Because they're not rich themselves. This is one of those fundamental characteristics that have pushed people to do things they otherwise wouldn't. To see the world split into you versus them, with them changing quickly depending on the situation. But think about it. What do the poor know about the rich? Only surface level information. If you want to be rich in life, first things first, don't hate the rich, study them. The more you learn and understand how wealth is created, the more you're inspired by the process, the more you want to push yourself to try harder. But this is the gap in understanding that they're lacking. If you've ever paid attention to poor people, you'd notice that poor people wish they were rich instead of working on not being poor anymore. Number two, because they have nice things. It's easy to envy someone who has that thing you wished you had yourself. Envy is as old as time. Before social media, wealth was a lot more private, but now it's on full display. The marketing works, getting you to associate nice things with happiness, fulfillment, and more, thus making poor people believe they are simply less. Mix this with envy and you end up with a cocktail of hatred. Whoever envies others will never have peace of mind. That's how the poor condemn themselves to an unbreakable cycle. Envy makes you count the blessings of others instead of focusing on your own. In an effort to feel fulfilled, to feel happy, poor people use essential resources to buy these things that they've been told would make them feel less unfortunate, only to find out that's not true and in the process, making the people they envy in the first place even richer. Number three, they believe that every rich person is corrupt. There are corrupt rich people, don't get us wrong, but at the same rate as corrupt average people and definitely less corrupt than the poor. This has been fueled by an oppressed reality some people manage to escape through first-hand experience for some or our cultural fascination with gangsters and controversial figures. Have you noticed how many poor people look up to the likes of Pablo Escobar or Tony Montana with the same fascination we look up to Elon Musk or Steve Jobs? That's because they can relate to their story more. It's easy to think times are still the same and ignore what's actually happening. The more the world develops, the more transparent the entire ecosystem becomes, the more true innovation gets rewarded. The richest men in the world right now are geeks. In developed countries, it's actually a lot easier to build wealth legitimately than go through the hustle of doing it illegally, and the rest of the world will soon catch up. Number four, because the rich don't give them money. This is a big belief among the poor, that the only reason they have to struggle is that the rich are not giving enough of their own fortunes to them specifically. A couple of weeks before we did a video called 15 Rules of Poverty, which you can check out by clicking in the top right corner, in which we broke down why poverty isn't a money problem. 
If all the rich were to give their money away in a couple of decades, the poor would still be poor and the rich would get back to being rich. It goes deeper than this. Poor people believe in what is called equality of outcome, a concept that's been more prevalent than ever in recent times. They believe that no matter what you do, results should be in the same range, if not equal. Rich people believe in equality of opportunity. Everybody should have access to the same basic tools if they choose to do it, but the result depends on what you're able to build with those tools. Number five, they were told money is the root of all evil. A big reason why the poor hate the rich is because they've been taught that money is inherently evil, that it corrupts the mind and the soul, and it isn't aligned with what God, the prophet, or other mythical being believes you should follow. It's been stated in the best-selling book of all time, and it's a staple in almost all religions. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Poor people take pride in their poverty, justifying their lack of results by saying they're playing a different game. There's no problem if you do this, but why look down on those who are playing and winning the current game? Growing up without, your parents justified the lack of as the game being rigged, the evil men corrupted by money who are keeping it all for themselves, and you believed them because you trusted them. It's hard to finally mature in your understanding of reality and be able to pinpoint the wrong beliefs those who are meant to guide you had. Poor parents cannot teach their children to be rich, so they justify it the same way kids used to do. If I can't have it, I don't really want it. It takes years of hard work and reflection on one's beliefs to be able to change the fundamental beliefs that others have instilled within you. Beliefs which are actually keeping you from escaping this trap. It's not often you get an opportunity to reflect and build your understanding of self. For us, the key was exposing ourselves constantly to quality information, books, events, interviews, and even through the use of meditation, putting order into the chaos of our lives, which is why it took us over a year to build the Mind Mastery course. Learn meditation and leverage this skill to focus your mind and efforts on what gets you the biggest results. A course which, by the way, is still available at alux.com meditation. Force yourself to call out the bullshit ideology that's designed to keep you locked and find the answers in the places other successful people have found them. Number 6. They think they're luckier. The law of averages dictates that everyone gets the same amount of luck in their lives. Some a bit more, some a bit less, but statistically speaking, you will get lucky in life. A big reason why poor people hate the rich is because they believe luck escaped them, keeping them poor. But here's the thing about luck. Pay close attention because this is incredibly important and valuable. Luck is a multiplier. It gives you more of what you've got. That's it. If you've got a lot and luck finally hits you, you've got a lot more. But it has to find you in a position where there are already positive things to multiply. You need to be prepared for when luck finds you. Otherwise, it'll just multiply the misery or pass by without you even noticing it was there. Number 7. They think we live stress-free. Let's call it like it is. Being rich is a lot better than being poor, no doubt about it. Anyone saying otherwise is bullshitting. There's no nobility in poverty. But there doesn't mean there's no stress associated with having money. Actually, most poor people don't even know this. Wealth comes as a result of going through extended periods of stress and coming out on top. Do you think Elon Musk is living a stress-free life? Do you think rich people are spending their days on beaches sipping mojitos? That's what you believe you'll be doing if you become rich, right? And see, that's where you got it wrong. Being rich requires constant effort to keep being rich. It's expensive to be rich. You work your butt off in order to no longer have to worry about putting food on the table. But you trade one type of problem for another. 
Poor people think that money solves all their problems because for them, every problem is a money problem. What they don't know is there's an entirely different layer of problems that they have no idea about. Number eight, they think the rich are hoarding money and resources. This is a big one. You've heard it time and time again. Rich people are evil. They have vaults filled with coins that they swim in because that's what they saw in a cartoon once. But fundamentally, people get rich by building value. Poor people don't understand how billionaires get to become billionaires. They imagine bank accounts filled with money they are keeping for themselves. Rich people stay rich by supporting companies that produce value. The majority of wealth comes from owning stock, a percentage of a company that's delivering value through the stuff you buy because it makes your life better. Warren Buffett, one of the richest and most prolific investors of all time, has made his fortune by investing, giving his money to companies, which create products, sell products or services, make more money from the sale and then pay him back more than he invested. He did that over and over again. Today he's worth $80 billion, but his wealth is distributed by owner portions of the companies that you know and love, like Amazon, Apple, Coke, and MasterCard. Almost the entirety of his wealth is in the stock market. And by the way, this is a man who's donated over $27 billion in the last decade and plans to give away the majority of his wealth when he dies through the giving pledge. It's their money, the shareholders, that allows these companies to keep growing, hiring more people, innovating, and changing the world. It doesn't always work out, but the reward for when it does is more money. It's just that simple. People get rich by solving problems for the rest of us. You're watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast through Spotify. There's value here, right? Why shouldn't the people who facilitated this get rewarded? Number nine, they think rich people look down on them. How many times have you heard that rich people are snotty or arrogant? Don't get us wrong, they're out there, but we've met arrogant poor people, and most likely you have too. The percentage of arrogance is the same on both sides, but you notice it more in people that you don't personally like or envy. Here's something the average person doesn't know. The more wealth builds up, the more things you're juggling. The more things you're juggling, the more important and valuable your time becomes. This is where the phrase, time is money, comes from. Although we have the same 24 hours in a day, not every hour is worth the same amount to everyone. The value of your time is in relation to the importance of the problems you're able to solve. This is why some people are paid minimum wage. Flipping burgers isn't as valuable as doing heart surgery, which is why the surgeon gets paid more per hour than the fast food worker. Poor people don't value their time. They often choose to waste it, and when they come across someone who does value their own time, they feel attacked. Rich people don't look down on poor people, but they do judge you by the choices you're making. Number 10. They think the rich make an effort to keep them poor. Poor people love conspiracies. Rich people all come together at night discussing the best ways to keep poor people from building wealth. Every time something happens, it's a conspiracy theory from the top. You want to know the truth? The world really is split, but not the way you think. The world is split between creators and consumers. Look around you right now. The device you're watching this on, the chair you're in, the clothes you're wearing, the stuff you have around you. At one point, you or someone else paid someone for these. You gave them your money, so they gave you the stuff you have. As a consumer, you're choosing who you're making rich with your money because you're paying for all this stuff. Of course, the people who make the stuff for you will be richer than you are. You just traded them your money, and then they gave you things. Now you have to work for more, to get more money to buy food and more things. 
There is no conspiracy theory going on here. It's the most basic form of transfer of value. The fact it took you so long to understand this shows how ingrained the consumer thinking is in our society. You want to build wealth, learn how to create value and trade it for other people's money. This is what we call in business going from zero to one. There's actually a phenomenal book by Peter Thiel with the same name on what building the future is like, on how companies create value and change the world in the process. You can purchase the audiobook for $21 or go to alex.com slash freebook and sign up. If this is the first time you're doing it, you'll get the audiobook for free, thanks to our friends at Audible. Number 11. Because the rich play by different rules. Actually, there's only one set of rules. The difference lies in your ability to navigate them. The rules are public. The most fundamental ones are in a book called the Constitution. It feels like the rich are playing by different rules because your current reality doesn't have the pull to leverage certain rules in your favor. The rich aren't on welfare support because they don't need it. It's not that those rules don't apply to them. Let's give you an example that the Eat the Rich crowd loves to throw around. The rich pay less in taxes than everyone else. Boo-hoo. But why does that happen? Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world right now. He made his first million dollars at the age of 33 selling books online. He pushed through and years later, he managed to build the largest store on earth, fulfilling the needs of everyone who needs anything. 200 million people visit Amazon every month. His company is providing value to 200 million people every month. On top of that, because of his efforts, 840,000 people have a place to work. Because of Jeff Bezos' efforts, 840,000 families have food on the table. This is expensive to do. Amazon's operating expenses for the quarter ending March 31, 2020 were $71.5 billion. It costs $70 billion every three months to keep the Amazon machine running, delivering your packages to your door. Why shouldn't we reward people that provide this much value? If you are able to create that much value for others, shouldn't you be allowed to enjoy the spoils of your hard work? The rules of the modern government are here to incentivize people to create more value. That's why creators of value seem to go by a different set of rules than the consumer, because we need more creators. Stop hating the rich while enjoying the benefits their hard work has provided you with. Number 12. There are levels to life they can't access. This is an expansion to the envy element. If at number two we were talking about having nice things, this one focuses on experiences. Everyone knows life is more than waking up, going to work, coming home, and repeating. Every one of us has dreams to pursue a passion, to travel the world, to feel like life is worth living. But even survival can be expensive. Debt is crippling and forces you to throw away those dreams in order to do what is needed to survive. This breeds hatred towards those who have escaped these chains. This hatred is the fruit of envy of others' freedom. Rich people have the opportunity to enjoy the entire spectrum of existence, while you feel like you're stuck mining for XP in the tutorial stage. Life and money are very much like a game. The better you get at playing the game, the more interesting the story becomes. It's your job to move through these levels. Don't hate the rich for playing the game of life and money better than you are. Study them and improve your own moves. Number 13. They feel like their voice isn't heard because they're poor. It's true. In a world filled with noise, you need a large megaphone to make yourself heard. Fortunately, social media has democratized your ability to get your messages out there. Sure, money helps amplify that voice, but if the message isn't right, it won't go very far. 
Just remember that Michael Bloomberg, a billionaire, spent a ton of money trying to buy his way into the presidency and it failed. There are still plenty of injustices to be solved throughout the world. But through the efforts of individuals, the needle is slowly pushing forward. You might think it isn't happening fast enough, but in the past two decades, society has progressed more than it had in the previous century, especially when it comes to having your voice heard. Support her or not, a young girl from Sweden was able to get everyone in the world talking about climate change without billions of dollars to begin with. You might not know the name Tarana Burke by heart, but you have heard of the Me Too movement. Don't even get us started on what's been happening the past few weeks. Fortunately for everybody, technology allows anyone to mobilize, and although you might not realize it, you get to vote on the way things are going every day with your money, your actions, and once in a while with an actual vote on a ballot. You want your voice to be heard more? Help push people who speak your interests. Number 14. Because they inherited their wealth. Even to this day, most poor people believe the majority of rich people have been born into wealth that's been stolen in the past or some bullshit like that. Here are the current statistics so we can finally put this to rest. A 2017 survey from Fidelity Investments found that 88% of millionaires are self-made. Only 12% of rich people have 10% or more of their wealth inherited from a previous generation. Do you hear that? That's the sound of all the frustrated activists clutching their fists at the monitor. Before you go all Rambo on your own property, let's take a quick breath and chew on this for a while. What do you think is stopping you from building wealth for yourself and your family? You're obviously rich enough to have a device strong enough to consume this content. You have electricity and internet. You're getting highly valuable information for free in what technically is a global open market for commerce. Pick any industry and 10 years from now, you can be rich from it, even if you started with nothing. But why would you build wealth? For security, right? To take care of your financial needs, maybe. To take care of your family. You want your kids to grow up better than you did and to not have to struggle as much, right? Then why is it so hard to understand that everyone else wants the same for their kids? If you could improve your kids' chances of success, allow them more opportunities, send them to a better school, have them grow in a safer environment, you'd do that in a second. There are people out in the world who make it their life's mission to work hard so their children don't have to go through the same difficulties that they had to. This change is happening now. The average rich person is new money, meaning they're the first generation to earn a substantial amount of wealth. Poor people hate the rich because they cannot bear the truth that others were able to escape poverty and they haven't. Number 15. They think the rich are wasting money. Poor people always roll their eyes when they hear of someone buying a new Rolls Royce or any type of luxury good. You often hear them saying, who needs a $400,000 car? Or you could feed 1,000 families for a month with that money. But these people don't understand that through consumerism, we're actually transferring value throughout society. When a rich person pays $400,000 for a Rolls Royce, this money doesn't go in full to the company. You're actually paying the hundreds of people involved in the process of designing, building, shipping, and selling that car. You're paying the salary of the person who spent years in the design academy dreaming of one day working for Rolls-Royce. You're paying for the talented people who sew every piece of leather. You're paying for the six hours someone spent polishing the grill to be spotless. Time is valuable. It takes six months of hard work to build a Rolls-Royce. And this is what you're paying for. The people working for Rolls-Royce have families of their own. This salary allows them to not only feed their families, but send their kids to school to live a secure life and enjoy it more. Rich people don't need a $50 million yacht because nobody really needs such an expensive item. But the yacht builders need rich people to thrive. 
It's all a matter of perspective, and hopefully these examples have forced you to reconsider some of the beliefs you carried with you. This was a great podcast today, wasn't it? Thank you for spending some time with us and taking another step toward improving the way you look at life. If you're hungry for more, you can always go to our website, alux.com, or subscribe to us on YouTube. The entire alux.com team wishes you a very productive day.